This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. This Sunday um, was World Suicide Prevention Day. And just last week, if you think about this, we were having a conversation about suicide. Uh, so it's never out of um, the spotlight and something that we need to continue to talk about because that's one of the big issues with it. Um, we talked about the effect that the current economic situation is having on Canadians and a shocking number of people are reporting an increase in suicidal thinking. More than a quarter of those surveys, well over a quarter of those surveys. So the problem, um, there are different stressors, of course, but where we are financially right now causes all kinds of issues. So it's something that we need to continue to talk about. We're going to speak with Mike Veltheis Cruza, who is Director of Programs and Performance at the Distress Centre of Calgary. Mike, how did I do with the name? Was I close? I think you pronounced it better than I can. Wow, excellent. Okay, I'll take the win. Uh, thanks so much for being here today. I appreciate you joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, when we talk about, you know, suicide prevention, that's something that, you know, never goes away, right? Uh, unfortunately, it continues to be something that, uh, as a society, we struggle to get a handle on. Yeah, it definitely seems like it, it, even though I think it's important to notice that we, we are making progress and we're seeing more people talk about it. Um, but that doesn't mean that it's something that we can just say, okay, we've reached the, we've reached the point where we can stop. So we still know for sure that so many people are, experiencing stigma um and just really afraid to talk about it because yeah. they're not sure how other people are going to react and youth are uh one of the uh, probably the um largest uh or, or the most heavily affected age group right when we talk about um young people that seems to be where the focus is right yeah absolutely and and here at distress center calgary we offer a youth program called connect team which is really focused on on youth supporting other youth uh and oftentimes what we're seeing is those young people really are experiencing a lot of thoughts of suicide. In fact, right now, about one in three contacts uh, of, of young from young people are uh, people that are experiencing some sort of thoughts about suicide. Wow, one in three. Uh, boy, why? What is it um, that puts youth at, at such risk? Yeah, and I, I don't think that there's a, any single reason. I yeah. think some of the things that, that we see for sure, though, is youth often don't necessarily have a reference point when they're dealing with a, a challenging issue in their life. So I think, for example, I think many of us remember, you know, the first kind of break breakup of that romantic relationship. Sure. Yeah. And after, after you've been through a couple, you know that it's going to hurt, but you also know that you can come out the other side where for a young person never having experienced that before, it feels probably like the end of the world, right? Um, and so I, I think we see that. We definitely see a lot of young people struggling with just anxiety um, coming out of the pandemic, going back to schools, um, although lots of young people were really excited to be with their their uh, their peers. Uh, there was also a lot of people that were really nervous about what it would mean to go back to school. Oh, sure. Especially maybe not having had a lot of in-person interaction for the last couple of years. So, again, not necessarily any, any one reason that we can identify. Um, yeah, young people, they've got a lot on their plate. Yeah, they definitely do. And like you say, you make such a good point. Like when you're in high school, and we've all been there, it's sort of the be all and end all. And you, you, you can try and tell a kid as many times as you want. Listen, by the time you're 19, um, this doesn't matter. It has, but, yeah. but at that moment in time, it's like you, like your world is ending. You're absolutely right. 
Yeah, it matters more than anything else in that moment. So how do we help? How can we reduce that risk? What kind of things can we put in place to try and make that better? Yeah, so I mean, there's so many things that we can we can try to do. I, again, I think that the biggest thing is we need to be able to talk about it. And we need to be able to talk about it openly. Um, youth take their their cues from adults in their lives and, and from what they see in media. Uh, and so if they see that the people around them can have open and honest and vulnerable conversations about suicide and about those challenging issues in their lives, then I think it really gives them that uh implicit permission um, to go ahead and do the same thing. So um, I know for us here at Connect Teen and, and Distress Center, it's really about promoting the programs that we have available. So um, again, I kind of want to put that plug in um, for, for our Connect Teen program. Pe- youth across the province can reach out to us by text or phone uh, or online chat and just interact with one of our volunteers without being worried about, you know, being judged or um, about you know, their parents necessarily finding out. So I think it's just a really safe place for them to go. Mike, you make a good point uh, earlier in terms of we don't want to make it sound like everything's bad and we're not making headway because we are. Because I just think back to when I was in high school and it was not something that was ever discussed. And when my kids went through high school and mental health was a focus, they they did talk about it. So some of that stigma and some of those conversations, they are happening, right? I absolutely think that they are, um, and I very similar, right? I don't remember talking about no, suicide or mental health in, in high school at all, um, and now it's it's really, I don't want to say it's everywhere, but it's much more prominent, and I, I think that that means that we're doing the right things, we're moving the right way as a society to, to make the changes that we want to see, so I, I do think that it's, a, again, important that we remember to, to keep having those conversations, but also celebrate, like, we're making progress. I mean, and this is a tough one, but I mean, I think if you've got people, you know, often when we know somebody or we talk to somebody who's had to go through this, they say, I didn't know. I wish I'd known. I wish they'd told yeah. me. Um, are there things that you can sort of, I guess, warning signs is the best way of describing it. If you, you know, if you're hearing one in three people that come in contact with your agency, young people are, are having these kinds of issues. Uh, if you're a parent or something, that's got to be concerning. What can you look for? Yeah, so I, I think that there's a lot of things you can look for. More than anything, I think one of the things that I would suggest is look for change, um, right? If if your youth has or your child has kind of normally been kind of outgoing, but has maybe lately been a little bit more introverted, less talkative, um, you know, that might be something you want to look at. Definitely, there are warning signs like, um, you know, people giving away some of their prized possessions is a is often a, a significant warning sign for suicide. But I also think that what's really important to impress is not necessarily just about identifying the warning signs, but it's about asking the question, right? And saying, hey, you know what? Like, something seems a little bit off. How are you really doing, right? And even even asking, have you been thinking about suicide? And I know that it can be such a scary question for people to ask because, honestly, they're really worried, what if this person says yes? Um, but it's it's through that clear and open and honest communication that that's actually when we can really take the steps forward to get somebody the help that they need. And that's what it's about, just uh, being there and offering that support system. Uh, Mike, thank you so much. Uh, Great information, important information. I really appreciate you joining us today.